Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Welcome everyone to Work Less and Make More. I'm super excited to have Patty Farmer on today to talk to you about marketing and media and again, working less and making more. So let me introduce you to her and we will jump in. So Patty helps entrepreneurs and business owners who struggle with attracting and converting their ideal clients to create marketing and media strategies that are profitable, not painful, I love that, and to leverage everything they do to monetize and scale their business. She's an award-winning marketing and media strategist, international speaker, podcast host, magazine publisher, and event producer. So welcome to the show, Patty. So glad to have you here. Thanks so much, Donna. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So, I mean, just like listening to what you're saying, I mean, it just feels like you and I fit together pretty good here. <laughs> like peanut butter and jelly. I think. We do as I'm teaching courses and then you're teaching how to market and kind of get the word out there. So just tell me a little bit about how you got started in your business. So I've been in business for a while and really how it started for me was before I just did marketing in media, I owned a mortgage company. Okay. And so that was back in Las Vegas and I had two brick and mortar companies. One was a marketing and media company. One was a mortgage company. And then in 2008, and we all know what happened in the mortgage industry in 2008, that also happened to be the time that my husband got a new job offer and we moved to Dallas from Las Vegas, where we were from. Now, lucky for us, that move happened literally weeks before everything went Thanks. bust, right? <laughs> so we were super lucky. But when I moved to Dallas, all of a sudden, I didn't know anybody, not one person. And so it really wasn't the time to open up a mortgage company, right? But the thing was, it really gave me clarity because it really made me understand that I loved the mortgage industry, but what I loved the most was marketing mm -hmm. in the mortgage industry as well as really being of service. And I really realized that I was an educator. People used to tell me all the time, oh my gosh, Patty, when we close a loan with you and buy a house, we know so much more than I ever thought. And so I realized that that was always what was important to me, the why and the behind the scenes right. reasons why people do what we do. And literally that kind of flipped into in marketing and media, it really kind of flipped into designing the lifestyle that you want to live and then building a business that supports that lifestyle, not the other way around. Mm -hmm. I've been able to do it for myself and I love being able to do it for my clients and kind of for their clients too. Yeah. I mean, most people don't say I love doing the marketing. <laughs> That's so interesting. I, I say the same thing. 
I think a lot of people out there are afraid of that part. And I know when people come to me, they're like, I'm a coach, you know, I'm a health and wellness person. I just want to teach people to lose weight. I don't want to do marketing. Right. But as we know, if we don't do marketing, we don't have a business and then we don't have any clients and then we don't make any money. So you have to learn how to do some kind of marketing or have someone do some marketing for you to keep things flowing in your business. So did you find that was just a natural thing you loved? You said you, you realized you loved the marketing. You just had a natural gift for that. I do. And I really love, I really love it because I feel like so many people get hung up on the information stuff, right? You know, because the fact really is we're not in the information business. Google's in the information business. We're in the transformation business, right? So it's not quite the same thing. And so for me, I really realized that that is where people were getting hung up. And it really is the thing that I love to do. So my three favorite words are strategy, leverage, and monetize. And while I am the first person to say not everything you do in life has to make you money, some things we do just to feed our soul. And I think that's really important. But if you are doing revenue generating activities, they need to generate revenue. And that's where people really don't like the marketing because they want to stay doing the stuff that they love, why they got in business in the first place, what the thing is that they want to help other people with, and they don't really want to market their services. And more importantly, they do a lot of spaghetti marketing, you know, throwing things at the wall, just reading what everybody else is doing and thinking, oh, well, that sounded good. I'll, I'll do that too. And they don't really get super clear on who is your ideal buyer. They want to focus on who is their target market, which is step one. That's important. But your target market are people who have a problem that you have a solution to, but your target buyers are people who have a problem that you have a solution to, but they're actually actively looking for a solution, what makes a whole big difference. So for me, it's really like, let's start with the lifestyle that you want to live. And then from there, let's actually look at who your target buyers are. And I have to tell you, people like to market a whole lot more if they're talking to the right people. When they're attracting and converting their ideal clients, they actually like it a lot more. But well, they feel like know. they're not wasting all their time and energy, which is what happens to so many people. Like you said, they're just throwing things at the wall and hoping something sticks. And that's exhausting. That's hustling. And that's what they, I think people get turned off about marketing. It doesn't work. Or I'm, you know, or I'm doing all these things and nothing's working. And so they're not seeing it. But I like what you're saying about talking to your ideal buyers, because that could be a whole subset, right, of your ideal clients. So interesting. Can you speak to more about the ideal buyers? Sure. So one of the things is, you know, a lot of times people here, and I'm sure you talk about it too, because I love what you do, which is not what I do. Right? So um, I can help them market those courses, but I'm never helping anybody create one. Right? I'll help them create the funnel, though, and, and the offer and the package it. But I don't want to help them create the course. But one of the things that I realize is there is a customer journey. And one of the things that people do ineffectively, I don't want to say wrong, but ineffectively is they're talking to people who are not in the right stage. So for example, some people are just in awareness. They're just kind of becoming aware that they have that you know problem. They're not really ready to do anything about it yet though. 
And then there's people who are aware and now they're kind of interested. They're like, oh, maybe I should think about doing something about that. And then there's the third phase, which is, okay, now they get it. And now they're actively looking and now they're kind of evaluating who's the person that I should think about hiring. And then they make a purchase and then they become a raving fan, right? Those are pretty much the five stages. So what happens is when people are marketing, they just throw stuff out there and literally in the same post or the same email sequence, they're talking to somebody in the awareness, but they're talking to them like they're in the purchase or the evaluation stage. Mm-hmm. So it's really clear in getting your marketing message correctly. You do need to speak to every stage, but not at the same time, right? So knowing who you should be talking to, when you're talking to, is your graphic correct? Are your words that you're using, is your messaging really right all across the board? Because that is part of the branding part that is really important because your brand strategy really needs to be, how do you go from told to sold, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's very, very important in order to be able to do that is to get really clear on that message. I love this. This is so important because I think, like you said, we're talking to people who are not quite ready and they're like, well, they seemed interested in my course, but they're not buying. And, you know, and I, and those who are ready and those who want it and are looking that that's who we want. Right. So you have to make sure you get really clear on what to say. And that's why I, I talk about that migraine problem. Like what is the problem and who has that problem? Because they are the ones who have to fix it not if they have a headache problem, that's a different person. <laughs> They're not quite at that stage yet of like, I, I love that analogy. <laughs> yeah, that's the difference between the headache and the migraine, right? The headache, uh, you can kind of go on your way. The migraine, you're like, I have to get this fixed or go to bed, right? Like there's no- I actually really like the way you said that. I always like to tell people all the time that somebody drives this beautiful sports car, right? And she loves this sports car, right? And she's like, oh yeah, I love it. And people talk to her about an SUV all the time. She's like, I'm not driving an SUV. I love my Audi, right? You know, that's what she loves. But guess what? Now she finds out she's pregnant with twins. Right. Now that's, there's a shift there going on. Now yeah. all of a sudden she's like, oh yeah, maybe I will just start checking out those SUVs now. Yeah, because suddenly Stuff that's though, not so. going to fit them anymore. And so they have a different problem and now they're, they have the migraine problem. The car's too small or it will be, right? So yeah, I like- but you just ahead. nailed something that yeah. I really, really love what you just said, which really honestly is there's a shift there, right? You know, they don't get it. And sometimes things shift in that moment when the changes happen. And that is when, if you've been talking to them, so now they know, like, and trust you, it's really also about becoming an authority. So one of the things that I love doing with people, they'll say, oh, Patty, I don't want to do it like everybody else. Great. You're my ideal client. I love working with people who don't want to do it like everybody else. They're a rule breaker. They want to push back. I love that. I always want to say that's really good. How can we disrupt the marketplace? But more importantly, let's create a space for you so that you can show up and serve who you want to serve and own that space. And that is really being able to not just be good at marketing. It's also how do you leverage media? Because that is where people say, like they say to me, Patty, oh my gosh, you're like everywhere. Right. Well, I'm not really, you know, I mean, I don't even work on Mondays or Fridays. I only work on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I work long on those days but I'm really clear about my schedule and how I want to work for the lifestyle that I want to have. And I've done the work to build that out the way that I want. Yeah. 
But people have to be really, really clear on exactly what that is and how to speak to them. So whether you're a speaker or not, how do you use media? So using media is very, very important. People will do it, but they think that using media just means social media or just get on podcasts and get on Facebook and say, oh my gosh, I'm on this podcast and this is great. That's not going to cut it, right? Yeah. And it's also not going to make you an authority either. No. no. Yeah, I think, like you said, there's a, no one knows what that means anymore, right? Like they think you just post on social media, you just post on Instagram or whatever, and then there's that, but there's so much more behind, you know, getting booked on actual media and using that to your advantage, I think, like you're saying, like to do it the right way so that you can become that authority or show up in this niche market and become the expert for that thing. So, and I, that's how you monetize your business, right? Yeah. Cause it's really all about, you know, my clients, they, when I, they hear me say that, like all the time, like they'll be like, Oh, Patty, I'm thinking. And then they tell me and they're, and I'm like, okay, so how do you think we're going to monetize that? Oh, I don't know. Like, you know, <laughs> so really, yeah. honestly, that's actually my secret <laughs> sauce, right? I always like to say, like, how are we going to monetize it? We well, we're to- never for a lack of ideas, right? As creative entrepreneurs, we're always like, I'll do this and I'll, let's try this. And that's like, okay, but let's focus it because you need to make money, right? And we need to do it in the right order or, you know, get something working here. And yeah, I think that's, that's part of it is to try to rein everybody, rein us in and sort of say, okay, but you know, why are you going to put all that energy into that if there's no strategy behind it, right? We need some kind of a plan <laughs> like to, to monetize. So that makes sense with where we are in our business and, you know, where we're going and what we're building up. So, um, I agree. Yeah. I think it's important to know what you do well, right? What do you do well? And what do you do? Okay. Or you really like it. What do you do that could be a little better, right? You could be a little better yeah. and really where do you need to take massive action? Right. And I think it's really important to know what those are, which is kind of why I created that assessment. But I really feel like once you know those things, then you get to decide what to do. Because here's one of the things that I see every day is where people like to think about, here's my strength, right? Oh, these are all the things that are my strengths. We don't want to talk about our, our weaknesses or right. the things that maybe are not our strongest strengths, right? But I'm going to tell you from a marketing point of view, now I know it's because this is what I do, but what I like to do is like, let's look at those and see, is there a missing piece or maybe there's a gap, right? there in the marketplace that we can fill with money. That's what I always say. Let's fill the gaps with money Ooh. and how we're going to do it. Isn't looking at your strengths because those are easy. That's like low hanging fruit, your strengths. Right. right. But when we can look at the things that aren't your strengths, therein lies opportunity mm. because the biggest opportunity you have then is to be able to collaborate with other people or to look and see what is something that I can do or where do I need to do certain pieces or fill gaps and knowing those. So this way you are always working in your brilliance and you're hiring other people to work in theirs or you're collaborating with somebody. Right. Which is part of the whole leverage and work less, make more because you're, yeah, you don't have to be an expert at everything and you, you can't be right. But you right. Don't have to let those things go. Like you said, you could partner up and then bring in someone else who has that strength or bring in a partner or something to do that part for you. And, um, yeah, we don't always have to be the ones that show up and do the work every time. I think that's a misconception. Absolutely. So many 
like I have to do this and I have to do this. I'm like, why you can, there are so many different ways to, you know, rework your, your work and to leverage what you're doing, especially if you have some experience and there's so many ways to monetize and leverage things in your business. I find that if you're catching yourself saying, I have to, you should be looking at the I have to's. Yeah. Right. You know, because for me, my day really is like, I'm so blessed that I get to. Yes. Right. You know, anything that I feel like I have to, that's definitely on my list to outsource. <laughs> Time to outsource. <laughs> right. For sure. Stop licking your own stamps. That's what I want to say. Right. <laughs> I know. And I think people feel like, oh, I can't afford to do that yet or this or that. I feel like I think that's always, you know, I mean, it depends on it's where a you balancing are. act. It is a balancing act because sometimes you can't afford not to, you know, and I feel like for a while I was trapped in that. Well, I, I can do all of the things, so I'm going to keep doing all of the things. But then I'm like, yeah, but you're doing these things that could be done you know, for someone for $15 an hour. And then you could be out there having sales calls to sell two or $3,000 programs. Like it makes no sense to spend the time three days trying to get that logo fixed in Canva, you know, when you're not an expert at that. And even if you think it's kind of fun, there are time well spent doing other things. And it's and knowing which those things are, that's yeah. kind of why working with somebody who can help you with that, I think really helps too. Yeah. can really look at the whole big picture you know, and really break it down into actionable strategies and say, okay, here's where you need to be spending your time. And sometimes it's the flow too. Like you could have this whole project. And my guess is that somebody who helps people with courses, you probably get this a lot. There's a bottleneck somewhere, right? Oh, yeah. And so you're waiting for the content or you're waiting for this or that. And usually that bottleneck is that person who's still wanting to do it themselves to save themselves some money, right? I am very, very clear and I actually train people I work with, listen, if yeah. we have a bottleneck, here's where it's going to be. It's going to be me. And I'm going to tell you that right up front that it is. So I have no problem with you nagging me, so to speak, to say, hey, we're still waiting for. So I know what those things yeah. are. Oh, right? yeah. I don't I like to write. Home and I've had conversations and they're like, oh, no, I think I'll just figure this out on my own. And then I talk to them a year later, two years later, and they still haven't finished the course. I'm like. You know, what's you the cost? Paid the $2,000 and we could have had it done and you could have been earning. Look at how much money. That's you right. Lost. What's the cost of not taking action? I don't think people realize yeah, that the, there is a cost yeah. for not taking action. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're going to hire somebody. Right. And it's especially, especially if it's a service like both you and I provide where it's a yeah. wash, rinse, repeat. Right. Like yeah. you get it. You learn it once and you there's can a big it. ROI on what I teach and what I do. It's like you're meant to make money with it. Right. So you have to do it. There's that first part. But then. <laughs> then but even if the first time, yeah. even if you do it and the first time, I'm not saying this would happen, yeah. you didn't get the ROI. Yeah. that you were hoping for, right. right? But guess what? Now you get to just tweak just it, it right? You get to tweak it. I, I mean, even if you oh. only need $1,000 a month, let's say off a course, like you were hoping to make three to $5,000, but you only make $1,000, you know, still that's like, well, that's $12,000 you didn't have before. And you don't have to show up to, to, you know, to deliver that. So it's still, and even that, you know, and that's on the low end, like it's still something that you don't have to do. Oh, and, and you can still, it's a getting that leveraged income. 
So, and you could try again or try something different. And obviously do a little different, <laughs> collaborate with somebody else that maybe yeah, can help you with so an area ways. that maybe the reason that didn't go as well as you wanted yeah. was something to me. I'm always like, what's going to help me get it to the marketplace faster? Like yes. what is going to be? And, you know, sometimes for me, it's like, oh, you know what? Right now I could really use somebody to help me write the copy for that sales page. Cause that's, what's going to hang us up. Mm. Right. Boom. So even yeah. if I have to pay somebody $1,500 or $2,000 to do it, oh yeah, now I just sold $30,000 worth of programs, yeah. right? Like, was that worth it? So sometimes when we get in our own way, it actually can cost us. Yeah. One of the things that I also see a lot, you know, with imposter syndrome really is our version of where people will, like, I'm sure you may get this too. But they'll come and they'll be like, okay, Patty, this is what I want. I want to hire someone who can help me market, whether that's their event, their coaching program, their course, whatever the case may be, right. them, right? You know, whatever it is. And they'll say, I want you to do that. I really want to, I just had this recently. I would really love it if you could help me create this. I want to be able to have this thing for like $10,000, this yeah. $10,000 product. Here is my first question always. Okay. I can help you do that, but I have a question. And they'll be like, what? And I'll be like, have you ever wrote a check for $10,000? And they'll say, no. And what I believe is it is very, very hard, not to say it can't happen, but it's very hard to ask other people to invest in you if you're not willing to invest in you. Oh yeah. <laughs> right? Right, yeah. You know, I mean, you really have to invest in yourself. That's the best ROI you're ever going to get. Not only that, but when you know, see, feel, and go through something, if you spend $10,000, like now you know, right? And so when you're asking other people to do it, I mean, it really makes sense. Yeah. I had this girl once who literally, she told me that her average sale was $5,000 and she wanted me to help her to create this signature talk that she thought she could get paid $10,000 out the gate for. Um, so I kind of told her how that worked and we kind of talked about it. And when I told her my pricing, she said, oh, well, I thought that would only cost about $500. And literally I was blown away. I had to say to her, I'm like, so let me get this straight. You want to hire me for $500 and you want me to show you how to sell more $5,000 commissions for you and to get $10,000 talks and you want to pay me $500. Like it's, there's something so yeah. disingenuous about that, right? It's like, so you have to be able to invest in yourself. So I think it's really, really important for people to really understand, you know, we've been hearing it for our whole life, right? You get what you pay for. Yeah. Right. So what do you want? Somebody to teach you how to do $17, um, you know, little things, yeah. mini course things that, right. <laughs> or do you want somebody to show you how to really generate Make revenue over and over? And yes, over. exactly. I know. I know. I, I feel the same way. And I think, you know, that you have to maybe work yourself up to that. And I sure. I've certainly worked my way up, but and when I started really investing in myself at a higher level, it was so easy for me to turn around and tell that story to the person I was trying to talk to then like, hey, I, I feel you. I was there too when I was about to go, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to pay that. Well, at the same it, time, it makes it a lot easier to go and but look what happened and it changed my business and totally changed the trajectory. And if I hadn't done that. I wouldn't be here, you know, so I had that, you know, you can, you can speak from experience for your clients or you, 
And you're right. Like, I think it's really hard to ask for money when you haven't put that out yourself and haven't. But I think the flip side of that as well is also that when you want to help someone, one of the things that I know that it isn't just about, am I a good fit for them? I want to know if they're the right fit for me too. Right. Right. (laughs) And one of those is that for me, the last thing I want, I mean, I'm at a point in my business right now that I don't want to take on a client who literally is at a spot in their business where they're barely making it. Yeah. And what they're thinking about doing is going in and taking a loan or this taking out all this money on their credit card. And they want to throw it at me and I'm their magic bullet. I don't want that client. That is right. not my client because they're just going to be so worried about it. Right. You know, because right. I feel like when I work with somebody, I'm 110% all in yeah. and I want my client to be all in too. Right. right. Because I feel like, listen, you still have to do the work. You just don't have to do it alone. I'm going to be here with you the whole way, creating those marketing strategies and how we're going to leverage media and how we're going to generate it. But if every day, you know, it's kind of hard to be the light of the world if you're still trying to figure out how you're going to keep your lights on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's too hard. The pressure is too much. I know I have people come to me and I'm like, you know, you have to be at a place where you're already having some clients, already having some success. And then I help them, you know, create a course. I have somebody who's like, I want to, you know, teach people. I wrote a book and now I want to teach people how to lose hundred pounds. And I'm like, okay, how many people have you helped? None. I'm like, okay, then how are we going to do that? Like, it's really hard, you know, to, to do that. So I think you're right. Like they have to be at the right place at the right time for wherever you are in your business. So how would you say that you help people then leverage? Like, what is your big thing that you help people like work less and make more? Is it just like getting the most out of their marketing or what would you say? The thing for me is um, to going back to what I said in the beginning is really helping them design the lifestyle they want to live. Once we're super clear yeah. what that looks like, you know, some people want to make, you know, lots and lots of money, take 10 vacations a year, do all this. Somebody wants some other people. They just want to be able to be home every day at four o'clock so they can go to their kid's soccer game. Right. You know, yeah. it's not always the same for everybody. So what is that for them? Like, so that's yeah. important. So their big me. why, like, what is the driving them? Right. Yeah. What is that? Once we do that, then it's really helping them to create a business that supports that lifestyle. So now they're super happy with what that is, actually making sure we analyze everything so we know here's what their strengths are, here's the things they're going to need some help with, and then breaking all that down into an actionable strategy for them and a plan that includes marketing, but also includes being able to leverage media, you know, so we help them to get booked you know, we'll help them to do that. And then of those things, what are we doing that actually is going to generate revenue, right? So there are things, you know, I always like to laugh. And I remember I did it early on in my business, you know, where people say, oh, like, no, we don't pay. We just do it to give you exposure. And I don't know why, but my mortgage company will not let me pay my mortgage with exposure. They just really (laughs) wanted money. And so really, I want to help them to do that. And so For me, it's breaking those down and really knowing where those gaps are. I got to tell you, a lot of times, most times when I work with someone, literally in the first 30 days, we start targeting what are the gaps that they really didn't even see, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can go from idea to income in like 30 days, right? That always makes people feel good when they write a check, right? You know, is to really be thinking about that. So that is really where I feel that my strength is. You know, a lot of times I don't say it. 
Donna, but a lot of times I'll listen to them and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, like you're sitting on a million dollars. They can't see it. And they can't see it. We and can't I just see want our to own say stuff. We, we, that, I mean, I, me included, you're probably the same way. I still need a coach or someone to help me see my own stuff. It's really hard. I wouldn't hire a coach that didn't already have a yeah. coach. I always have like at least one. And I've known, been known to have two or three, yeah. depending upon if I'm doing a yeah. specific thing, because we all get in our own way. Not, if, not all of us if are good at If we could see it, then we would have already done it, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I love this. So yes. true. So true. I see it all the time because people are like, I don't know what I could do for my course. I'm like, you just told me you had 20 years over here and you've done all this stuff. I can totally see it all. And they can't see any of that. I'm like, you've got it right here. And they're like, and that's, that's cool. why you hire an expert to do that. Right. You know, that's why you hire someone. I think the things that you can't see, yeah. cause I have to tell you every coach that I hire it, that's exactly it. Right. Yeah. To me, it's like, okay, so here's the thing. I know I have this, this, and this, this is where I'm getting in my own way and I know it. Yeah. And so I need oh. somebody that can hold my feet to the fire, right? You yeah. know, I need somebody who can hold my feet to yeah, the fire. Yeah, they can come in and just go this, 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 this. And you're like, oh yeah, that does make sense. But we just can't do that ourselves. I don't know what it is. It is. And I think that people, one of the things that I think people, a myth that I would say in marketing is that people think that what they need to do is to tell people all the things that they have done. And the reality is a little bit of that for credibility is important. There's no doubt about that. But what people really want to know isn't what did you do? What they want to know is if I hire you, can what you can you do for me? What are the results that I am going to get? And people don't talk enough about the results. They just want to talk about their, their you know, what, what their features are of their. Yeah, <laughs> they need people just want to know how you can help them and if you can help them. You know, that's basically. right. It's like let me help you shorten your learning curve. Let me help you get the results you need. Well, what does that look like? Well, the rest is just details. We'll work around that, like whatever you need because everybody has a different right. style what right? you actually want this is what i say when people people are not sitting around i don't know maybe there are a few out there but i'd say majority of people aren't like i just want to create a course that just sounds like so much fun like no right they want that course to be a vehicle they want time freedom they, they want, want time, to be they able want to help to... more people they want to make more right. money and they don't want to work so much like it's not about the course itself it's about the what that course can well it's do. the result of that that is just yeah. the vehicle that is going right. to to get you there. that that's kind of like what i do too like this is yeah. just the vehicle that is going to shine the light put you in front of the right people that will raise their hand and say oh yeah. you're talking you're talking to me they'll yeah. self-select and say that them. they are it is really all about the results so well i can help you get time freedom you can work less you can have this lifestyle which yeah. is literally what you want. I think that is what is really important and what people are looking for. That's what we're selling. Exactly. We're not selling it's not about the, well, you're going to work on social media or you're going to get booked on podcasts. I mean, that's part of it, but they want the results of the time. Like you said, I only want to work on Tuesday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. I want to be able to travel and go to my kid's soccer game. They want all of those things. And people don't care so much how you get them there is if you can get them there for the most part, right? So I think oh, that's right. Somebody's going to not hire you because they're yeah. like, oh, well, I'm absolutely not hiring you. If you can't have coaching calls with me on Monday or Friday. Well, yeah. I mean, there might be <laughs> some out there, but for the majority, if you can help them get to six figures and work three days a week, you're hired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's so true, you know, because yeah. really that's what I want to know. For yeah. me, I want to know, like, 
where are you at? Are you at six figures? Are you knocking at the door of six figures? Well, that's great. But what do you want? Do you just want to be multiple six figures? Do you actually want to be a seven figure business? The actions they're going to have to take to be a six figure, multiple six figure or a seven figure business. Those are not the same actions, right? They're going to take different strategies, different things that we're going to need to do. So I need to know what are those things. And for me, I like looking at what's the big thing, like what is the BHAG, you know, the big, hairy, audacious goal. Yeah. And then let me help you work backwards. Well, what would they need before that? And yeah. like, how are we going to work backwards? There's no end all be all one product or service that you're going to sell that is going to be the right fit for everybody. And all of a sudden you're a millionaire. Like, right. I wish it worked that way. It didn't me work that way for anybody <laughs> else either, because you really have to think about who is it that you want to serve. Now, for me, my whole business is based on my mission is really lead with contribution and compensation will follow. So I'm all about serve, not sell. Like that is everything for me. I come from the networking background, right? You know, but intentional networking, not old school networking, but really being very intentional. And that's part of what I do for my clients too. It's like, yes, I know a lot of them are like, I don't really know how to network like you, Patty. I hear that all the time. It's like, well, that's really, really great. Because one of the things I'm going to tell you to do is where should you be? Who should you collaborate in? What groups you should be in? And how are you going to make that happen? And then I'm going to give you introductions to all the people that you need to know. Like that is what part of what you're paying me for is for me to make those introductions for you. So I think that really, honestly, people want and need different things. They just don't see the end result. And that's okay, because that's what we do, right? You know, we can see and believe and know that we can get you there. We can shorten your learning curve. We can help you, you know, bypass those roadblocks and stuff, and we can help you. But we, you know, you have to be able to do the work and want to do the work. Yeah, and we'll be there up. with you. <laughs> you got to show, right. show up and lean in. That's right. I love it. Be committed to do it, right? That's all it takes. That's all it takes. But I know that's, you know, that's all part of it too. So Absolutely. Well, this has been great. I know you've got so much uh, experience and so much behind you. So how can people learn more or get uh, to work with you or you know, tell us what you have for us? Sure. So the best way to be able to um, connect with me, they can just go to my website, pattyfarmer.com, patty with y.com. And literally they can um, find all the way, other ways to connect with me there. I did come bearing a gift because I talked a lot here about how knowing what those things are. So I made it nice and easy. So I have an assessment, you know, everything for me is about marketing, media, and money. So I created an assessment that literally in three minutes, will tell you, here's where you're great at. This is where you should be starting. Here's a few things you might want to do. And here's where you might want to take some massive action. If you actually really want to grow and scale your business, doesn't cost anything. All they have to do is go to M3, which stands for marketing, meaning money. So M3bizquiz.info. So M3bizquiz.info, free assessment. It'll tell them a lot about probably why they're doing some of the things they're doing and what they might need to change, but also make them feel good about what they're doing well too. And I think that is just as important too. So thank you so much for having me. You have to know what you need to do next. So that sounds like a great assessment to kind of sum up where they are and then where they may be needing some work. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you, Patty. This is great. I mean, the more, every time I talk to you, I'm like, we need to do some more collaborations. <laughs> we, we so do since people do ask me and I say, oh, well, we need to create a course. I don't create the courses for you, but I do know people who do. Like, yeah, I can, Whitney, like, okay, she's like, Patty, take over the marketing. <laughs> Whitney sure. and Elizabeth, they're both like, Patty, you and Donna, like, I know. 
And so we definitely I have to need to talk offline here. <laughs> well, so thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate no, it. Was it was great to have you. And so many great things. I think we're, we're very much, you know, together on all of this. So um, you guys, if you need some help with marketing, if you have a course that isn't selling and you need to get things out there, you want to make some good money. Um, all money's good money. You want to get things rolling. Um, go take Patty's assessment and you can talk with her about um, the next steps. So thank you so much, Patty. It was great to have you. And thank I will you so see much. you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at donnaashton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and wanna leave us a quick review, and some love that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.